let's get loud. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Tell me why JLo always has, anytime that she has a microphone, tell me why she'll sing that song. Speak up! Why? That was Since you're a fucking fan. That was literally one time. No, that's all one. she said was "Let's get loud." She didn't say "Turn the music up to hear that sound, bitch." She Listen, just said, Let's she get did loud. it at the Super Bowl, and then she did it at the inauguration. Little thing, literally was like in the land. No, she was singing "Amazing Grace." No, this land con- is my land. This it, land yeah. is your land. Yeah. Let's get or, loud. They <laughs> did not do that. Let's get. She loud. She just said, let's get loud. That's all she said. Oh, my God. Listen. Because, dude, because I think a security guard, you know that, you know, fucking J-Lo went off scripting. You know? And in her ear, they were like, like stop, cut, stop. Cut it, cut. We will shoot you down. Um, I was listening to, I don't know what it was, dude, where I think there was like this comedian, maybe Dave Chappelle or I don't know, some fucking comedian that was going to tell jokes or whatever for like a president. And they're like, mm. probably shouldn't tell and like there was a guy in the back like, he probably shouldn't tell you now but there's gonna be a sniper pointed at you the whole time <laughs> the whole fucking time so you know that they had a sniper pointed at fucking JLo and they're like if you don't fucking cut it <laughs> so you know that she could not get any other fucking lyrics other than let's get loud stop it <laughs> we will wipe you out you and your family cut <laughs> We have we have a sniper pointed at your cocoa. What, what did she call them? Coconuts. Coconuts. Yeah. At your fucking coconuts, and we know where Marcus. Comprende. Comprende. <laughs> so wh- tell us why is it that anytime there's a microphone remotely close to Jayla, <laughs> the moment y'all have hits, like let's get loud. Talk to me. Okay, just let just sit there. Oh anyway, I'm Jay Daye. I'm Leslie. And we're the hosts of this podcast. <laughs> And our podcast is a variety show of just Mm -hmm. different shit that we are feeling, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And we added a new rotation, a new moment to our rotation, which is called our recap and review moment. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to be talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender. And so far, it's been fun. It has been fun. Been quick. Quick. Like too quick. Also known as a quickie. (laughs) Especially compared to our Thailand episodes. Oh my gosh, dude, that shit. Right. We watched that shit twice. Dude. Like, we were watching that. Oof. Dude. But I love Angelina Long. Anyway, this is not going to be, like, normal moments. We're just going to do a quick check-in and then jump right into it. Jump right into it. Let's get loud. Tell me, what was your fucking L this week? What L did you take this week? Honestly, it's not that I took it, but it's a possibility that I might take okay. it. Okay. I might have to take a pay cut to move to New York. Mm. And that's a big L. Not only because I'd be losing out on life, but also I'd be losing out on a lot of money. About $15,000 worth of money. Oh, wow. I don't know. That's that's a choice. That's a toughie. I just love New York. Yeah. What about it? Cabs are here. (laughs) Cabs are here. (laughs) No, it was New Jersey. Um, I like, I just loved the energy the hustle, the bustle, mm-hmm. transportation system. Mm-hmm. And LA's great. It's fun. It's just so wide. It's so spaced out. And like, yeah. if I wanted to go to like Hollywood, dude, that's like an hour and a half. Yeah, but why would you want to go to Hollywood? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I would much rather want to visit and explore New York than I would LA. Let me ask you a question. Quickly. Then why'd you move here? What was the biggest L you took this <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> 
catch us next week <laughs> when us. we pivot back to I'll adjust that. I asked. Give me a week to think about it. Um, what was my biggest L this week? I was with my friend, mm-hmm. and we were down. <laughs> also known as Smacklin. <laughs> no, it's something else. Not Smacklin. Um, Macklin? No. Macklin. Macklin. We were in San Clemente area, and San Clemente is actually really pretty. I love San Clemente. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. And we were in, like, the downtown area, and in, in the daylight, like, when I arrived to, like, wherever we were going to be at, it was really cute. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, this has, like, nice shops. And actually, there was, like, a pier. Like, you could see the fucking ocean. Tell me why, for some god unknown reason, we stayed the whole evening, like into the night until they closed, in this dusty, rusty, musty ass pizza place. Was it gross? We were at the rooftop. It was only gross because it's just like, I don't know, dude, I just think like of a pub. But the pizza was good, except for this one beer. Like, it was not good. Anyways, there was kids running around everywhere. One almost literally hit me with their chancla. Literally. Yeah, but you should have picked up that chancla and hit back. they were running. They were yelling. There was random fireworks still going off. And all these, like, I think the families just go up there and let their kids run around. Yeah. Almost like a YMCA. Yeah. And so then like Or a store. And, or a store, literally. Or the big pool. Like yeah. a pool, right? They just... It's a free babysitter service, like the, the pool. So then after we left, and then like after I think like we both like got some sleep, we we're just like, why did we stay there? We were in such a cute area. Like, why did we not think about... That was my biggest L. Because mm. I've never like explored that area down there because I have no reason to go down there really. Mm-hmm. And maybe we should. And anyways, that was the biggest L because like, damn dude, like we really could have walked around, gotten these steps in. And then it turns out my friend, she's like, I was actually uncomfortable the whole time. I was like, why didn't you say something? I was like, I thought you like were fine. That's why I was like, fine, I guess we won't move. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like make her move if she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And you know what they say? Never assume because it makes an ass out of you and me. I agree because if you don't ask then you're going to get stuck in a situation that you don't like. Yeah, and it's so funny because, dude, kids screaming in our ears. Like, I think half of the time she probably couldn't hear me. <laughs> and yeah, even if you lit- ask. And literally, like, that was the biggest. I was like, damn, we really missed our opportunity mm. with, like, checking out this, like, cute little area. Damn. We'll go back. We'll go back. We'll go yeah. back. We'll, so, we need to go visit Berber. Oh, we do. Too. No, we do. I mean, she she hit me up, so we should definitely yeah, get yeah. her up. So, do you want to get into this next episode? Let's fucking go. recap last week and was taken against his own will and he escaped he also escaped with his will <laughs> and then that's it that's literally it no that's yeah. what, that was literally the the, the what episode. do they call the meat and the potatoes of that i love potatoes dude <laughs> the potatoes we had our brunch date dude those else. tater tots were actually really i think i actually got full full off of those that. tater tots <laughs> were honestly when that thing came out you guys let me tell you we got an appetizer that was like 18 bucks, and I was like, there's no way this is ginormous. It was bigger than our meal. Dude, at least they weren't stingy. At least they weren't stingy. It came out, dude. I was like, wait, what? That's the appetizer? It's true. I think I got full off those tater tots, dude. I was so fucking hungry. I know. That's why I was just like, I have to put this away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think it's, it's time. It's time. Oh, my God. Oh, anyways, there we go. Now, before we start, is lying to someone protecting them? I think it depends. Yeah. I don't know. This episode started with... The kids are ready to explore. They are going to get to the Southern Air Temple. Uh-huh. All right. The kids got to get there. Uh-huh. Sokka's hungry. He has Sokka, yeah. Someone ate his jerky. So, actually didn't eat it. Used it to start a fire. Oh, that's right. Because Aang is a uh, vegetarian. So, when he sees stuff like that, he doesn't automatically think this is food. He because register it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's a little boot. He's a little monk. Mm-hmm. And 
while all this is happening, Zuko and Uncle Iroh, their ship is fucked up. <laughs> Aang fucked up. did a number on that ship mm-hmm. and it is banged up, so they gotta get it fixed. Mm-hmm. So they go to a Fire Nation port to get it fixed and they run into Captain Zhao. Captain Zhao. And, you know, you were saying this has some Harry Potter similarities. Fun fact, Captain Zhao is voiced by Malfoy's dad. Really? Yeah. Bitch, I am literally... Are you connecting the dots? Connecting the dots here. <laughs> Connect for bitch. Yeah, can you believe? Wow, okay. Good to know. And the air temples were training places for airbenders. Mm-hmm. So typically they were nomads, so they would wander the world, mm-hmm. but they would have to be trained in being airbenders. Okay. Aang has tattoos because it shows that he's an airbending master. You get your tattoos once you've mastered airbending. Interesting. That's why he has those tattoos. It's not the Avatar doesn't have tattoos, but the airbending masters all have tattoos. Okay. He just happens to be the Avatar and airbender. Yeah. Okay. So people usually think that the tattoos mean he's Avatar, but it doesn't. No, it's it, just airbender. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fun fact, airbenders were known to be accepting of LGBT people. Aww. And they, actually, they actually had a lot of LGBT people in their... Um, Tribe. And their, uh, yeah, their little like, group of people. But, but the Fire Nation, the leader, Sozin, was like anti-gay. So that was like a big narrative that he was pushing through the 100-year war. Mm. So patriarchy. Okay. Literally mirroring colonization to its like um, to its degree. Bones, to its skeleton. Because, you know, if you look up any sort of research on any history, it's always that there's always been gays, oh, third genders, sure. yeah, and that yeah. all changed once... The Fire Nation attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once the Europeans attacked, then it was... All of that. All yeah. that was over. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the Southern Era Temple, and it's beautiful. I think it's beautiful. They're very pretty. I have dreams about living on a mountain. I just think there's just something so majestic about living above the clouds that it's mm-hmm. just... I love to fantasize about what this would look like in person, because mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And once you see the other Era Temples, there's this one that's upside down that's actually based on a real temple it's crazy really it's literally so fucking crazy like it makes me want to be like i want to build buildings upside down mm-hmm. it's so cool and Aang is showing them all where his friends would hang out right. all the cool places mm-hmm. and then has Sokka play airball with him which mm-hmm. is similar to quidditch it is it is you it's true a, it's true you throw a ball why are there so many connections to harry potter in this dude jk Rowling really plagiarized she loves stealing from as many people as possible damn dude it's a transphobic. This thing. is actually damaging. <laughs> da- were you silenced or were you silent? Um, this would be damaging to Liza. Who's oh. gonna tell her? Oh, I mean, not me, not me but it's just like- <laughs> <laughs> And then Aang, obviously, it's unfair because he's playing a game with Sokka and Sokka can't air bend. So right. he knocks out Sokka. I think he just wanted an excuse to throw a ball at Sokka. Yeah, I think so. I think there's like kind of maybe like that fun little rivalry yeah. and just like. And I think, like, Sokka enjoys it because, like, in the village, in the tribe, there's, like, toddlers. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, Ang is, I don't know, he's similar to his age. He's mm-hmm. a teen. So yeah. I think he's Closer than that. those little kids. For sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when uh, Sokka's on the floor, Katara goes to help him, and they find a helmet from the Fire Nation. And Sokka's like, Katara, tell him. Because Aang's over here thinking that he's not going to find anything. Because when he goes up there, Katara's like, just know, they've killed a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they could have killed your people. Yeah. And he's like, there's no way they can get up in the mountain. There's but, no way, bitch. You need a fucking yip yip. But when there's a will, there's a way. That's very true. 
Yeah. So they're not just going to be like, oh, that's too high. I'm not going to. They're going to find a way. I mean, mm-hmm. hot air balloons, bitch. Like, what do you need for hot air? Fire. Yeah. Like, come on, Aang. Don't be fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that they're dead, but I just think he's just trying to, like, mm-hmm. repress that and be like, no, there's no way. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? He wants to live kind of still, like, in a fantasy world, which sometimes you kind of have to, for the blow not to hit as hard. Mm-hmm. You know? I think as long as you're conscious... I mean, do you ever do that? Do you ever, like, kind of get carried away in a fantasy world or dream that you're making? And then you're like, I am conscious that I'm just living in this, like, safe little space, but it's not real. Yeah. 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 And yeah. But I try to, like, get out of that because I feel like when reality hits me when I'm in that fantasy world, that's where things really go crazy. Oh, okay. Like, I just accept that everything's going to be bad mm. so that when good things happen, I'm pleasantly surprised. Because if okay. I feel like if I'm too optimistic, I do get my feelings hurt a lot. Like, you know when you go lurking through an ex and you're like, I'm over them. Uh I just want to see what they're doing. I don't care. Yeah. And then you see and then you care. (laughs) Yeah. I'd rather be like, you know what? I bet they're dating someone else. Mm. And then look through and then be like, yeah. And be assured. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm weird like that. I'm like quirky like that, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't call myself quirky, but there's definitely something wrong with me. (laughs) That's you. That is so me. Yeah, I'm just weird like that, though. I was going to get the, oh, my shirt. And then pretty much, you know, uh, Katara tells Aang, like, it's going to tell him, like, hey, like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's helmets up here, which means they made it up here. And then she decides not to tell him to save his feelings. And that's what I asked in the beginning. What do you think? I think there's a certain level of protection you should give people, like, unnecessary information. I don't think you should tell them everyone was tortured, head, uh, heads cut off, yeah. hands cut off. Her arms were cut off. Her legs were cut off. Her ears were cut off. Her tongue was cut off. Her eyeballs were plucked out. Her eyebrows were then waxed. But you should probably huh. say they're gone. Yeah. And, like, they're at the But, like, temple. what if that's not your place? You know, like, what if that's, like, really not your place? You know, and that's what I hear a lot with, um, people, like, couples. Like, when that they find them exactly cheating. That's exactly what I was... Dude, bitch. Why the fuck... Are we best friends? What the fuck? I know. It's fucking quirky. So, repeat what you're going to say. Dude, I was just thinking about that. Like, couples. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a friend, and then I see their partner, like, out there, in my view, is flirting. Mm-hmm. Or something. And I've been put in positions like that. Yeah. And I've been like, shit, dude, is that even my place? Mm-hmm. And that question comes really into into play. Like, should you lie to someone? I have alliance, like loyalty to my friend, right? Me too. But also then it's like, do you not know? Also, like, is it even my business? Yeah. But then am I not being a good friend if I don't tell you? Or am I being a bad friend if you already know? And it's like, that's your, that's your relationship. Like, you guys maybe have an open relationship and I'm just out here fucking snooping. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think about. Yeah. Tell me. If you ever see anyone that I'm dating. You want to know? I want to okay. know. No, I, I think so. I, I think I would tell you. Because one, I wouldn't think that you would say it like to ruin something that I have. That's right. But that's a lot of times what happens is that people, you're, you're jealous. It's like. You're right. Which, jealous, I which your then man. is kind of shitty because like as your friend, why would you think that I would Do have that. that intention? Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'll definitely tell you. Like if I ever saw something, I'd be like. Uh, Jay, you need to know this right Something's now. Not you should tell me too. If you ever, ever catch catch someone, and be like, "Listen, bitch, I'm gonna tell you right now, that's not the one." Okay. Okay. I will. Glad that we we have this recording to fucking hold us accountable. Feel this fucking <laughs> thing, okay? So what? Uh, fucking Ang be on some shit. You know, he's in his temple and he runs into a statue of his former master, Monk 
Giazzo. Giazzo. And it shows a flashback of him living before, talking to him, being like, why the fuck am I the Avatar? There, there's a mistake. There's yeah. A, there's no way. Yeah. And Monk Giazzo's like, the mistake was they told a fucking kid. They should have waited till you were old enough to process everything. Till you were 16, bitch. Till you were old enough. And, he, and he's just questioning it because, I mean, think about it. You're a little kid. Yeah. Living your life perfectly happy. And they're all of a sudden, it's like, you have to train because your destiny is to defend the world. Yeah. Like, you have all this responsibility. Buckle up. Why would you put down a little kid? Yeah, that's a lot. Damn. So I can see his Talk frustration. about trauma. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to do an episode about trauma, bitch. Because the I, amount of times that we bring up trauma. Literally, I was just talking about how much trauma we literally all have. And how we literally carry it into every single relationship, conversation, yes. work interaction. But, so. you know, Monk Yatso's name is actually based on the second name that all the Dalai Lamas have. Mm. So the current Dalai Lama right now, his name is Tenzin Gyatso. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're kind of taken from Tibetan too. And the outfit that Aang is wearing is very much like what the Tibetan monks would wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. fun fact, in the second season, you know, they'll talk about Aang as he got older. Because spoiler alert, he survives. Mm-hmm. And he has a kid named Tenzin. Mm-hmm. So it's just... That's the Dalai Lama? <gasps> and that's just so cute? Hey! Yeah. Damn. So they were very like intentional with everything, everything. that they... Oh, wow. And then, you know, on the other side, Zuko is mm-hmm. caught by General Sh- Zhao. Because Zhao's like, I interrogated your fucking team. Mm-hmm. Turns out, you're a fucking liar. Turns out you're a little bitch who let a little bitch beat you. He's like, only once? Shame on me. What happening? And he's like, damn right! I'm taking the reins! And Zuko's pissed yeah, because he needs Aang to go back to his home. He wants to go home. Yeah. And of course, General Zhao being the power-hungry bitch that he is, he's like, no, I'm gonna take this credit because you can't you can't handle it and yeah. they're also like it's been two years and you haven't found him bitch he just came out yesterday he just came out of the womb literally <laughs> quite literally the ice just womb just melted like bitch one thing that was in the flashback with Aang was that he had to go inside this like chamber in the like air temple, temple thing mm-hmm. to to find out more about his avatar stuff mm-hmm. but he wouldn't go until later on mm-hmm. but because shit went down he's mm-hmm. going there now mm-hmm. he finds statues lined up everywhere which turn out to be all of his past lives wow and he sees roku which is his previous reincarnation which is a firebender mm-hmm. and you'll find out some stuff about roku oh. that it's kind of his fault the war started so roku's a bitch roku's a pussy oh <gasps> But you'll find out why he did what he did. It's understandable, but also not. So. They have a new friend. A little lemur friend named Le- Momo. L- Momo. They're chasing Momo. Because Sokka's hungry. Sokka's and, starving. And he sees a f- he sees food. He sees meat. A.K.A. Momo. Yes. So mm-hmm. runs runs out with Momo. Mm-hmm. And Aang's like, hey, 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 let's go. <laughs> and little does he know. He's about to find out the truth of what happened to his people. To his people, yeah. Before we get to that, in Zuko's part of the um, the storyline, he is challenged to an Agni Kai against General Zhao. Uh-huh. And Agni means fire in Sanskrit, and Kai means meeting in Japanese. So, so Fire meeting? Fire meeting, yeah. Ooh. But pretty much fighting. A duel. A duel. Mm-hmm. And an Agni Kai is kind of like, you know how in Hamilton, because we love Hamilton, uh-huh. they do the, the gun thing? Yeah. That's the same thing. Okay. His last Agni Kai was against his dad. Mm. But there, you're mm. supposed to die. Like, that's the, the point. Like, it's like to the death. That's oh, why shit. at the end, because uh, they're in a fight, right? Yes. 
you know, Zuko's like, oh shit, bitch, oh my god. Uh-huh. And Zuko fucking trips that bitch, does a fucking cartwheel, does fucking... Does a fucking, like, karate chop, 360 fucking uh, handspring. Drops Zhao and gets the last hit. And instead of killing him, he warns him, get in my fucking way again. Curtains. Yeah. And Zhao, being the bitter bitch that he is, tries to attack him from the back. And let me say, you are a pussy if you attack people with their back turned. That's true. Because anything that you need to tell me, say it to my face. Mm-hmm. And but then Ankh. What does Ankh, he do? Ankh is like, not on my watch. Yep. He stops his fire. And reads it for filth. He's like, unbelievable. Disgraceful. <laughs> and spits on <laughs> Spits on his face. And he's like... This is how the commander accepts defeat. He's like, even my nephew who's exiled is more honorable than you. Thanks for the tea. So it kind of shows that, yeah, Zuko's a piece of shit, but also he might not be all that bad. Yeah, he might not. Yeah. Because I think he probably knows what that feels like. I mean, obviously. And one spoiler that I will give you, that's not going to spoil the whole thing, but everybody has growth. Mm-hmm. This first uh, For this first season, and these actually these first three episodes, mm-hmm. they're not going to be like that. By the end. By okay. the end, they're going to be completely different see some people. character development? Very big character development. Okay. As Aang is chasing Momo through the streets, mm-hmm. he comes across a dead body. But there was one dead body against like 18 fucking That's true. Fire Nation soldiers. That's true. Yeah. So turn- Let's focus on the plot. Let's focus. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out his airbending master, Monk Yasuo, went out fighting. Yeah. Which is actually really uncommon for airbenders because they were nomadic, peaceful people. So that's why they were easy to kill because they weren't about violence. Mm, Not about that life, huh? Mm -mm. And then Mm -hmm. with the Wire Tribe, the Northern Wire Tribe, they're locked down. They have buildings. They they are, like, not accessible, Mm -hmm. like, very easily. The Southern Wire Tribe, you saw, it was, like, Fucking Sokka made his own watchtower out of <laughs> yeah. snow. Out of fucking easily destructible. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's why like they've never conquered the north. Okay. That's why they know that they can go up there because there are people there. And then the earthbenders are the hardest because they're grounded. They're very much not about giving up that mm. easily. Not to say that waterbenders and airbenders are like that, but they are specifically just a lot more. Different elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different Not to elements. say anyone's weaker, but it's just a different element yeah. which comes with a different mindset. So yeah. Aang does not take, it, take well. it well. He mad. How did you feel seeing his his little airbending master all dead? Oh, that is really sad because I, like we were talking earlier, I think he right knew because it's like everything around him is showing him like, dude, like this place is abandoned. Like you knew what it was like when you lived here. Like, isn't it weird that n- there's not anything around here? So I think he knew and I think it was just sad for him. Mm-hmm. Because I think the last conversation that he does remember is him kind of questioning and having maybe what was maybe a difficult conversation that you may have with like a parent or something they're like i hate it here Mm -hmm. and maybe he may think man i should have maybe like embraced that conversation more Mm -hmm. so i think he's really sad and he taps into his fucking avatar fucking signals all the avatar past lives and he is floating he is elevated and he activates all of the avatar temples in every single nation so everybody knows he's alive now yeah and you'll see later on but he blames himself because if he was still alive Monk Yato could have still been alive. Yeah. But that's hard to tell because they attacked when he was 12, so... What could he have done? That's what I'm saying. Like, there's... <laughs> he would have died. He probably would have died, for sure. It's probably best, actually, that he was in that ice womb for so long. Ice womb. <laughs> yeah. And Katara being... His little GF. His, his, little, his little crush. Uh-huh. Calms him down. 
It's like you're you're we're not gonna like let you like be alone. Like we're now all family. Like Appa, you, Sokka, Ohana, Ohana <laughs> means family. <laughs> Me, like now you're with us, and so that calms him down, and I think that gives him a sense of like, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and you know he looks happy, right? Because he's like, all right, let's go to the north and let's. Let's, let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. But at the ending scene, he's looking back because... It's done. I just get so emotional about everything. It's just like that, looking at your past and knowing you could never go back. Yeah. I think that was like his biggest thing was that like, like your fantasy, you know, yeah. you still think there's people going to be there and then you're looking at like the truth. And that's why like when I said like protecting him, if she would have told him people are, have been here, just be ready for what you're going to see. I don't think it would have, he would have exposed himself to the whole world mm-hmm. because I think by Katara not telling him, that's why he switched so quickly because he wasn't expecting it. But if he was expecting it, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a completely different reaction. I don't know, dude. Because Katara was giving like literally, that's it wasn't true. even like subtle like, well, you know, a lot could have changed. She was like, the firebenders have been, or the, or the fire nation has been here for a hundred years. You were gone. They killed my mom. Yeah. So I don't think she was being like, fucking like, let's see what happens. Like going with it. I just like, once again, think it goes back to like, was that really her place? Because was he even going to believe her? Yeah, because it sounds like he didn't believe her no, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you know, and so it's like one of the, it's one of those truths that you have to kind of just, I think, experience on your own and live on your own. Because it doesn't matter if someone tells you, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, it's the kind of like that whole example, right? They, they say like a little kid, like you can tell him like, don't touch the stove. It's hot. There's but they're still going to do it because that's one of those things that you have to like experience to then, like, really imprint in your body, like, oh, shit, that is hot. Not only because we're made, right, to avoid pain and stuff and, like, survival. So, obviously, your body, like, as soon as you touch the stove, what do you do? Back up, right? You don't leave it in there unless something's there. But you have to go through it. And now that's imprinted and you're like, that's right. Like, things like that are hot. I am a firm believer, dude, that in life, some truths you have to literally experience on your own. It doesn't matter, like, what anyone tells you or or anything, even if you have respect for them. It's like you kind of have to just, like, that's your journey, yeah. you know? So Love? Your perspective? That was a perspective I didn't really think of. Because I just you. saw it more as, like, him being called. But you're right. She kept telling him the whole time, like, hey, hey. something suspicious. You should be. And he was just like, no. Like, no. Yeah. Once again, living in that fantasy world. And sometimes it's okay because it's safe there. It's safe there and it's warm. Because the world be cold. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, bitch. Let's let's go on to the next episode. Next! Music!